diamonds in my teeth, I got a lot of shine. Running up the number, that's a lot of crime. Try to take it from me, must be out your mind. I'm deep, lot of sun. Smoky in the air, that's a lot of crime. Welcome to episode 310 of Fourth and John. I'm Gail Saunders here with Evan Hollywood Hearn and Mr. Primo, aka Prime, in the building. Uh, shout out to y'all. Shout out to everyone out there who enjoyed the bye week. Uh, someone who else has been enjoying the bye week. Uh, Tank House Thomas out here going to Scotland. So he. He's been delayed. He's on an airplane. He's he's living his best life. Uh, I for one went to uh, Dewey Beach uh, with the, with the with the, with the missus. Uh, Prime went to AC. Evan, you know, hopefully you stayed got home. out of Philadelphia. Stayed home. Okay. No, I, I stayed in Philadelphia. Avoided the bullets. Oh. Uh, that's, that's a win. Bro. That's a win. Well, very nice. But talking about home, uh, while we're all dressed up and you know we're Eagles podcast, but we're also diehard Phillies fans. So talking about it, just a great vibe and a great moment in in, in uh, sports history as uh you know bryce really uh i mean that home run was ridiculous i think everyone in this in this room or in the chat can attest to it that that's a moment that you won't forget that's a moment that i was with my family my brother and my uh my dad and my my, my dad who's 89 you know he doesn't he's not a man of many words as of as of late but he he's like he looks over to us and he's like, I'm going to need a home run from Bryce Harper. That's, I think that's what I need right now. And we're looking at me, and my brother, look at, look at this guy. All of a sudden, boom, home run. It's a moment you won't forget. And again, this is what it is about sports in Philadelphia. Uh, it means a lot more to uh, the city than, than most. Uh, I think there's a, there's a relationship between the, the 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 sports but the, also with the, the family members that gather around these moments so i feel like this bye week is a kind of a reflection back on everyone's fandom um i think we're all in good spirits how are you guys feeling after this big uh bye week in this phillies week primo you are the true true phillies fan in this chat why don't you go first man Oh, thank I mean, you. I'm, I'm I'm a Phillies fan, but like I know I know that you live and breathe by these Phillies, bro. <laughs> I appreciate that, bro. Um, I'm feeling great, man. Um, you know, ready to get back into uh, some football action. But right now, it's like you said, man. The Phillies are hot. The Phillies are are, are what we are talking about. Um, yeah, I too had a moment, man. I had a moment where I'm sitting there with my son in my lap, and my wife to the right of me, and I'm like, yo. There's nobody better, and there's nobody that could go ahead and put us back in the predicament that we should be in right now, and that's Bryce Harper. And sitting there watching it on TV, I mean, God, I wish I would have been there live. But, hey, look, you know what I mean? Due to the circumstances, I was good in the comfort of my seat with my family. And, you know, we're sitting there watching pitch by pitch. And for, like, every foul ball he was hitting, you're like, ooh, ah, like, ugh. Like, he's almost there, man. And hearing the commentators talking about, you know, this is this is a guy you don't want to throw a mistake to because he could take it either way. And when that – I think it was probably about the eighth pitch because it was a 2-2 count, but we're not going to talk about how many foul balls he hit off. It was just like he's almost there. And, bam, man, when that pitch came and that thing went up in the air, I think I, along with thousands of people that were at their own homes – got up at the same time and was like, it's gone. 
Dude, I felt like I was in the movie Money Pit. If you guys haven't watched Money Pit, it was that scene where Brad Money Pitt ball. is in the locker room. Money ball. Sorry. <laughs> when uh, Brad Pitt is sitting in the uh, locker room and that ball got hit. And he looked up and it was just like, it was just like a real life moment right there. And that's how I felt. And we're screaming. We're going nuts. And I'm throwing my son in the air. It, it, it was a great moment, man. So right now, you know what I mean? It's a great time to be a Philadelphia fan. For all sports, for all sports, because the Sixers got their first win last night. Thank, thank right. God, thank God. I was, I was dying over here, bro. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, you, you guys are pretty much echoing every. I, I completely agree that I think that Bryce Harper home run—that's one of those moments in Philadelphia, Philadelphia sports fandom where you remember exactly where you were, exactly what you were doing when that home run was hit. Um, I, dude, I was, I was by myself. Uh, my roommate, he ended up being out of town. He was visiting family down in North Carolina. I tried to get uh, one of my boys to come through and watch a uh, football Sunday with me and, and the Phil's game, but you know, the, the old no call, no show. So I, I was all my lonesome, but I was enjoying the Phil's. And the funniest part about it is my moment that I remember my Bryce Harper hitting the home run moment. You know what I was doing? <laughs> I was, <laughs> there was a guy outside of my apartment that uh, his is there's a theater that's right next door and the guy that runs the theater his truck had broken down he was sitting there with a dead battery for hours and I am juggling watching the Bryce Harper at bat and then <laughs> there's this crackhead woman that comes up to him and is trying to get in his car and I keep on watching her yank on the door handle and I'm like I'm like trying to keep eyes on the screen and watching that develop outside of my window it was wild dude but it's it's funny as hell that um like that's the moment that'll sit with me with, with bryce harper forever is like that's what i'll think about is that woman trying to get in that dude's truck it was incredible though man i mean what a time to be a philadelphia sports fan um the the bye week for the eagles could not have come at a better time uh you know we were able to be fully invested in the nlcs i'm gonna be honest with you i have nfl red zone and um, I don't get to use it that often because we're down at the tailgates. We're at away games and stuff like that. So I was really looking forward to uh, a full NFL Sunday with NFL Red Zone. But I'm going to be honest with you. I watched hardly any football. I, I mean, that, that that first pitch started at 2.30. They wrapped up, you know, I don't know, like six-ish. And, uh, I, I mean, I had Red Zone on the second television, but I, I was fully invested in the Phillies all day long, man. I, uh, I missed a lot of football this and I'm not sure if that's a violation considering we have uh, an Eagles podcast, but dude, is. like it is what it is. Like I the Phillies are going to the World Series, bro. That's that's where my uh that's where my mind was at. It's acceptable, F. You know, uh I know you talked about yourself being alone, but I hope hopefully you were dancing. I almost own. lost my voice. I was by myself. I almost lost my voice that day. I was sitting there screaming at the TV. It was awesome. <laughs> yeah, I, f- I feel like everyone was interconnected this this weekend. Um, obviously, we're on a bye week, and obviously, we're trying to do take a break from things. You know, it's the time that you have to take away from. Like, I planned this vacation around the bye week, so like a lot of you real ones out there know what I'm talking about. Like, you you, you might have to go to a wedding sometime this season, which you don't want to, but it, it is what it is. But Planning around the bye week, I think I, um, just just having a moment just to think about this team being six and zero. You know this this Eagles team has been uh, everything what we hoped they would be, and obviously they haven't given their best yet, and still are six and zero. So from that, you know, from feeling that moment on, I'm like uh, they've they've given us something to be happy about. Um, 
But tonight we're gonna we're gonna be, be a little bit critical. We're gonna try and do our best to give out our best, you know, grades. We're gonna we're gonna grade grade the birds. Uh, we're gonna grade some starters. I mean, most starters, uh, all of the starters, and some of uh, key players that have, you know, come in and give us valuable reps. So we really want to I mean, get your opinion as well on this before, in the chat. Before we get into that, I mean, I kind of just – I'm looking forward at this. Because like I said, like I kind of – football kind of took a backseat this weekend. And I kind of just – it's not like I forgot about it. Uh, it's hard to forget about a team that's 6-0. and But I was sitting here and it registered to me just what the rest of – because we've been talking all year long about how, oh, the Eagles have an easy schedule. The Eagles have the easy schedule, blah, blah, blah. But when you hear that at the beginning of the year, you think to yourself – that's kind of bogus because these teams, they, they change throughout the year. They evolve. Some teams get better. Some teams get worse. But let me just read you down the list of all of the quarterbacks that we, we are going to face for the rest of the season. Starting next week, Kenny Pickett, followed by Davis Mills, followed by Taylor Heineke, followed by Sam Erlinger, followed by a uh, Aaron Rodgers, who's a shell of himself, followed by Ryan, Ryan Tannehill. You could say the same. Daniel Jones, Justin Fields, Dak Prescott, Andy Dalton, or Jameis Winston, and then Jameis, and then Daniel Jones again. Yeah, we got some trash quarterbacks ahead of us for the rest of the way, man. Like Mal, you, you might be onto something, bro. I don't know. Like, like I, the Eagles are notorious every year. They they cough up a game that they shouldn't have coughed up. That's that's just part of being an Eagles fan. This Eagles team feels different. But as I look at that list of quarterbacks, I really don't know with this full stout squad that we have, I don't know where the loss is. It's, it's tough. I mean, it's tough. I mean, it, it is, man. I mean, as you're going down that list, it's like you're already screaming when, 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 when. It's a, oh, we're playing by by against way, a bunch of nobody win. quarterbacks, man. Right. And this right. is an elite defense. This is a top three defense in the league. You think they're not, not going to make them make mistakes? True that. And I agree with you, man, because, I, I mean, I, you know, a couple years ago, we would have this same setup going our way. But then we would have that concern because of the way we play. But the way we play right now, this season in 2022, all right, nothing to worry about. Nothing at all. All I'm just doing is ready to get this thing back on track, ready to get going again. I mean, hey, it's like you said, we took a backseat this past weekend watching other Philly sports, watching some other NFL games. But I'm ready to see my birds go back to work. I'm ready to see that hype. I'm ready to see where they pick. I'm ready to see these guys pick up where they left off. So I'm ready to go back to work, man. I'm ready to ride this thing out. Are are you guys starting to get worried at all about potentially losing coordinators at the end of the season, considering how well you always worry about that when things go like this way? I'm not. I'm not really. I do. I'm not. I'm because because to me right now, like I'm just living in the moment. Like I'm really just embracing each. You know, if you listen to Jalen Hurts, I is you take each day as they come, and you know, embrace the day, and uh, just just bro. Just enjoy, enjoy, just enjoy what's going on right now. Like, obviously, that's what happens with you know teams that are doing well. Uh, coordinators get plucked. Look at the Giants. Look at the coaches they've had. Those are good coaches that got plucked from good teams. It just happens. But right now, what's happening is you know these guys are developing something special. Um, I saw the uh, Steelers Miami game the other day, uh, and you saw those older guys that were on that undefeated team. You know, there's like 25 of them still left that are still. Uh, with us, uh, shout out to those guys. But I'm just saying, like someone asked me the other day, I'm like they have a, an opportunity. I mean, just 
to 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 uh you know i'm not you know we'll take we'll take it one week at a time as, oh, as they go but I'm, I'm just i'm just saying look you talk, listen to evan right off those qbs again no one's scared I, I don't fear uh, anybody bro i don't fear anybody this is <laughs> do you guys realize that we are, are staring down the barrel of an easy waltz to a uh a first round bye in the playoffs yes sir like, let, let, let's not undersell that yes sir um, so I mean, get getting right along with these uh these grades. I mean, it's 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 fair fair to say that uh Jalen Hurts has been uh everything that we wanted him this season. Him. Um, but you know, can we give you know uh, can we give him an A plus? Will be or or an A or an A minus? Uh, I'll let you guys go first. Um, what what is your grade for uh, Jalen Hurts this season so far? I think that if you were to ask somebody that wasn't from Philadelphia and they were doing the strictly um, looking at the box scores, looking at his stats directly, they they wouldn't give him his just due. Um, but watching this team as closely as we do as Eagles fans and trying to remove my bias from it entirely, what I see in Jalen Hurts is a few a few things. I see an, an incredibly intelligent quarterback. Um, a guy that has made huge strides uh, since last year. I see a guy who, he, like, he just knows how to win. Like, he he knows how to not make mistakes and get the job done, get down the field, put points on the board, and win. Um, so for me, removing bias from it, I don't know how you go less than an A plus, bro. Like, being, being completely honest, what what has his mistakes been? I mean, his interception, the one – I know he's got two picks this year. The one I know bounced off of Kenny Gainwell's hands. The other one is slipping my mind right now. But he's been, he's been played mistake-free football. He's got this team to 6-0, and and I really can't spot a flaw on him. Um, so, he's an A-plus to me, man. Yeah, I mean, I, I got to I gotta agree with you there because, I mean – we, we, if we go back all the way back to last season when we, you know, had our concerns when we had, our, I don't want to say our doubts. I'm going to just stick to what I just said, mainly our concerns. You know I mean? We wanted him to go into the off season and, and work on a whole lot of things. And that was his goal. And that's exactly what he did. He came into this season showing us that he put in a lot of work in the off season to get better with the arm strength, with the, the way he's reading the defense, the way he's leading his receivers, the way he's, uh, running the ball when he's supposed to. I know very first game, we were just a little uh, optimistic about what he did there. But, you know, as as the weeks went on, he got better and he proved that, you know what I mean, he's an all-around player. Um, so, you know, the, it's going perfect for him right now. And he needs to, you know, ride the wave. And we're all riding the wave with him. So being 6-0, and you know what I mean, coming back this season better than ever, I, I got to agree with you, bro. I mean, there's, you got to go a plus with this man. Mm. He's proven and he's shown it week in week out. And, you know, we're talking about what nine more games left. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I, I see, I see him, you know, doing his thing. Uh, you know, I, I want to give him an a plus, but like, I want to be that, that, that teacher who gives you motivation to get to the a plus when you give them the midterm grade and you're like ah i'll give you the a so I so think, what's your bs excuse then to, to drop them from just, a 100 to a 95 if you're that um teacher. just in terms of because if you if, if if you talk to jalen hurts he'll tell you that he's left something on the table um and just going back to like a lot of his interviews you know he he's not he's not satisfied with his performance as in terms of i like that even know, more 
<laughs> yeah, like but I mean, uh, uh, you know what I mean? Like, so mine, mine is kind of like a trick answer because I want him to um, get to that point where he, he's the he's the hardest critic on himself. So I, I feel like he, I feel like he can be better. So you know, I'll give him, I'll give him an A for now. It's not, it's not a bad grade. That's a great, that's it's a great not, grade. I'm just saying. It's a great grade. It is a great a, grade. Um, now in the chat, we uh, Bergang uh, gave us a A plus plus plus. I think he's just hyped because he's going to a Washington game. So if you're going to the Commanders, make sure you come check us out, my guy. Uh, you know, I, I'm. I, th- I think it's a fairly decent grade. Uh, let, let's move right along. We no other quarterbacks really have. Uh, played so we're not gonna grade into those guys um moving right along to the Eric running back you're doing a great job holding the clipboard bro great job yeah hold it down hold it down uh going right along to the running back what is your grade for Miles sanders man um i mean uh, we'll, we'll start Prime with ed because evan you 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 um had a you felt a certain way about Miles sanders uh yeah. during the preseason so how are you feeling about um well, if if you uh, remember uh, the trade that I brought up during the tra- uh, the preseason, um, there was the idea, which I'm not sure how invested or how true uh, it was, but there was a mention of a, a Josh Jacobs straight up from Miles Sanders. Um, I was kind of all in on that, and now you look at how Josh Jacobs has played. I think he'd be more effective here personally, <laughs> but. Um, Miles Sanders has played well, man. It's not like I'm going to come in here and bash the dude. He's not. He's not done anything below a B plus. Uh, he's a, he's an A minus to me. I think that he's still. Um, it's not bad. Still that's, find, that's very impressive. He stayed healthy. He's uh, he's he's been running the ball well. It's not like he's not. It's you know, there's sometimes where I, I don't think he's finding the hole as effectively as he could, and uh, he, he's also leaving some on the table. So I give him an A minus. Yeah, Pete I, Nathan I, in the chat, uh, resident uh, kind of he, he gives so off some hater vibes with some of his takes. <laughs> he gives a B plus to uh, Miles. Leave it to Pete. <laughs> That's a hell of well, a what about, what from say that you, last year. He says, "What uh, say you, Prime?" I'm 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 gonna go with uh, a man. Um, yeah, I I feel that Miles still has a lot to go ahead and, and bring to the um to the table. Um. You know, Evan, you mentioned that he still, he still, you know, has to hit that hole a whole lot better. Um, so I definitely agree with you. I mean, it, he's definitely um, a plus from what he, the way he's been playing for the past couple of seasons. I mean, he's doing his thing. And I was all in with Miles. You know that me and you were going back and forth about that during the offseason. I, I, and, and he's proven it. I mean, he still has some things to work on, but he went, he goes and he shows how, very important he is to this squad. And, you know what I mean? When these guys play together, you see the outcome. So I think he's doing his thing. He's hungry. And, you know, just like Jalen is always mentioning on a weekly basis, there's a lot being left on the table. He's definitely one that's leaving a lot on the table. So I'm looking forward to seeing the second half of the season, him gathering all that shit off the table and bringing it onto the field. <laughs> uh, So Miles Sanders, I'm going to give Miles Sanders a name. I think um, from where he stood uh, the last couple of years, I think uh, fans were challenging him. Um, I think this coaching staff was probably challenging him. I think um, he's lived up. He's lived up to uh, 
everything he, he talked about in the offseason. I think that chip on the shoulder has showed up on the field. Um, a lot of energy, a lot of uh, – I think he's got juice. I think him scoring early in the season is great. Talking about him being a top five rusher in the league right now, with uh, if I'm not mistaken, uh, he could have been passed with the yardage this last couple weeks. But um, he's, he's he's gave a good performance, and I, I think it's something that you know the running game can you know gel around. You know the other guys uh, in the mix. Uh, as I think you know, we all believe that it's a three headed monster situation here. Um, what what is your grade for uh, Kenneth Gainwell? Kenny's done well with the uh, opportunities he's been given. Um, I, I wouldn't necessarily call this a three-headed monster. If I'm being real with you, though, I feel kind of turned, kind of turned, more, kind of turned more, turned more into. I feel like Boston Scott has been kind of been getting lost in the mix a little bit. He had that rushing touchdown the first game, but other than that, I feel like he's just kind of been uh, nowhere to be found. Been MIA. Um, so for Kenny G, I'll give him a. I, like it's hard to grade him based off of his limited sample size, but uh, between like a B and a B plus, I would give Kenny. Hmm. Yeah, it, it's hard to go ahead and grade these two because I mean, it's like you said, uh, the fact that they're getting in, you know, the the little bit of time that they have been, but they've been pulling their weight, they've been doing their thing, they're scoring touchdowns, they're getting those gains. So, you know, just for that little bit, I'm actually going to go with a C plus. Um, you know. Uh, Again, and it's only because of the fact with the with the limited plays that they get, uh, you, we know that Miles is doing his thing. We know that Jalen is also doing his thing when he rushes. So it's just like that's those those two are the ones that are definitely gaining most momentum and and, and more um, attention than any of the other uh, two running backs we have. So you know to go ahead and uh, really give these guys like that big grade, you know Kenny G and Boston Scott. I'm going to go with a C. Now, Trey Sermon, I mean, Damn. I think I think I don't even remember seeing him one time, to be honest with you, bro. Trey Sermon? <laughs> I, I'd like to see Trey more, bro. I would definitely like to see him more, but I'm just telling you, I'm being honest. I only remember seeing him the one time at the game. I, he he might have he had a couple more uh, plays, but I only remember seeing him the one. Uh, so for Kenny G, I give him a, I give him a B. Um, I'll give, uh, boss, I give Boston Scott, although he was, he was hurt. I think, um, I give him B minus, you know, I feel like, uh, I still need to see more juice from Boston Scott, but again, wait for the Giants games. That's all I need for. Uh, I need to know what, what Pete saw from Trey Sermon that he didn't like, like what, what, where, where think, is this hate coming from? I think Pete he put a little spice. That's, that's Pete in general though, man. He put a little too <laughs> much spice ever in his food. <laughs> Has put a little bit too much you? spice in his meat. It's too much chili powder in here. Uh, uh, Trey Sermon, I'm gonna give him. A, I give Trey Sermon a. Uh, I give him a. I give him a C plus. It's. I mean, for look, there's a couple nice runs that he did have. He hasn't yeah. really found that that super super role yeah. in the in the offense. But uh, where was I before, for those before, runs? <laughs> <laughs> Before uh, it slips my mind, I mean, uh, we, we're talking about – I see in the chat they're talking about uh, Boston Scott, um, have him return punts. But we've got a new bird, a new old bird back in the building, my man G-Money G-Ward. Yeah. Uh, you, you think uh, – I, I saw he just got signed to the practice squad, but to me that kind of screams that they're kind of done with this Britton Covey experiment. They're just ready to bring him in on a uh, – Well, a, I don't, I don't, do I don't even really think he was – I don't really think that they're done with that. I think they're just waiting for 
G Ward to get healthy. So, you know, he had that, it was the foot injury, toe injury. Um, but now that he's back, I think you have a guy that, again, serviceable on the back end. You know, we all we all were there in, in person for the, the G Ward catch, except for Ev, because he was uh, doing his thing. That's a long story, but he was doing his thing. Uh, that I mean, we've we seen him come up big. So I think, you know, he led the, the team on third down receptions a couple of years back. Uh, and, and he's also – he's a punt returner. So, you know. Hey man, hat, hat tip to him, my guy. It's options. He, I mean, hey, it's options. Whether they're they're still going to go with the Covey thing or not, it's options. So I think Gail's right. I mean, it, it, they were probably just waiting for him to go ahead and heal up, and here he's good to go. I mean, so why not? It's it's never you know. Let, let's be honest. It's never bad to have options like that. So we know what Ward is all about. We know what he what he could do, and like you know, some of the guys mentioned in the chat, Boston Scott is not a bad option either. You know, I mean, why not? But it's good got, to have got, those options. I got to nip this one in the bud before it gains any legs here. Uh, Nick Walker's Hunt. talk about Kareem Hunt and Alvin Kamara because he mentioned that Dan Cilio had mentioned it on the show. Listen, man, Dan Cilio loves to just put stuff out there for the sake of clicks. I'm not saying that, you know, I'm, I'm just saying I, I highly, highly, highly doubt that a, how we would be trading for a running back to begin with. I don't think that's a position of need right now to be moving for the trade deadline, let alone all of the capital you would have to give up to get Kamara or Hunt. Uh, it just doesn't make sense to me, personally. Well, there's also the rumors out there, well, that um, how he offered up a third or fourth round for McCaffrey. That was out there. It wasn't a big swing. And I'm going to say swing and kind of miss for all those picks they gave up to uh, – Sam Fran for uh, McCaffrey for running back. Um, that was kind of crazy, but I, I do feel like if you were if you're going to add a power back, that would be nice. But I feel like you know that's not that for me. That's not the you know the the focus is on defensive end for me. Um, I don't even like. I know there's a lot of talk about Brian Burns right now too. I don't want to give up that Saints pick for Brian Burns, man. May, I give, I'll give up, up I mean, the Eagles pick later later on in the first round. I don't yeah. want to give up that, that high first, bro. No, I would I would I wouldn't I wouldn't do that either. Um but thinking about the guys that are, you know, Robert Quinn's out there, Bradley Chubb, um, and then uh Raheem Green from Houston heard as well. Um we'll see we'll see what makes sense, but a lot of people are thinking about Bradley Chubb. We'll see. We'll see. But uh moving right along to I, the Go ahead. I was just going to say, say to Nick's question here, I think that edge rusher is highly more likely. I mean, Marcus Epps has showed out this year, bro. Uh, Marcus Epps is playing really, really well. And I, I wouldn't take – I definitely wouldn't take Chauncey Gardner-Johnson off the field. So, to me, the edge rusher is, is the biggest need right now. Now, moving right along to the wide receivers, I think this has been a group that's been, I'd say, pretty sound, pretty phenomenal, pretty – consistent i feel like this is where comparing this year to last year i think this is where we have won i think now we have a consistent i mean if you listen for all of last year all i was saying there's not a consistent playmaker across the way from from devonta smith now you have that and you have a dog across the way and uh, it's really opened up this offense so we're starting with aj brown uh what what grade do do you give aj brown for this season AJ has been as advertised, bro. Him, him and uh, him and Jalen both the A plus from me. 
He's he's a freak of nature, bro. Like I, I can't remember the last time that I saw a wide receiver that is as physical as him. Um, he's he's absolutely physically dominant. And then when you get to him the ball, um, like his yak ability is is insane. Uh, we haven't had that on this team for as long as I can remember. So uh, AJ Brown, he's everything as advertised, worth every penny, worth everything in the trade. Oh yeah, man. We talk about AJ Brown, open 24-7-7-11, whatever you want to nickname him. The man is doing his thing. I mean, the big one of the biggest upgrades from what we've been dealing with for the past few years. Uh, I mean, he he's making plays, he's making cuts, he's putting people on their asses, he's breaking ankles. I mean, what more can we talk about? He's doing his thing. So, you know, another person I'm definitely looking forward to seeing in the second half of the season, how much more he can bring to the table. Uh, so yeah, he definitely gets an A plus for me. I mean, just keep doing your thing. <laughs> uh, yeah, AJ Brown. I think uh, I think I'm gonna give him an A plus. I think I think I think he's opened up the offense. I think he's really just been a. You talk about a, a TO type, a, a like a foundational piece to the passing game. AJ Brown's been that, and then some. I think he's also been a reliable weapon for uh Jalen Hurts. So I think man gets an A plus. Mark Berg gives him A plus 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 plus. Nick Walker A plus 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 to the power of a thousand. Um and Pete Nathan with finally a positive response. AJ Brown is the huge reason we are six and oh so if you're if you're a Philadelphia the, uh, athlete later. you get the approval of Pete Nathan. You're doing good things. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Puerto, Puerto Rico, AJ Brown is about to eat on the, the Steelers. Always open, I, I, and that that's his social media handle. Always open, so he's really speaking it into existence. Now we're gonna go right along to um, a guy that we all have grown to love as well. Might be a little, a uh, little slimmer. lighter, <laughs> slimmer, aka the Slim Reaper, aka the Skinny Batman. Uh, who wants to go first on Devontae Smith? Me, me, me. Okay. Me. Um, <laughs> I'm going to give him an S. That's above an A+, plus, as as in superior. Uh, Devontae Smith is a fucking G, bro. I love Devontae Smith oh, so whoa. much. Wow. Dude, I'm being real. Like, I don't know what it is, man. I think, I think it has a lot to do with the fact that he is – so slender and so small, he should not be able to do the things that he does. He should not be able to take the hits that he does. But and he's like a contortionist. He's a, he should be in the circus the way that he can bend his body. Um, his hands are elite. His route running is god level, bro. I, I mean, he's an A plus right alongside uh, right alongside AJ Brown. He he is a G, bro. I mean, he's yeah. he's the man. We we drafted this dude, you know. Last year for a reason because you know he came from that that high end college that and he did his thing there and you know and a lot of other teams wanted him and we beat them to the punch and he showed it. We doubted his weight, we doubted his the size he is, and look, he's doing his thing. It's like you said, I mean he's doing things that we weren't even expecting him to do. He goes 110 mm-hmm. every week. He doesn't have the yards to really show it, and that's okay, but he's a team player. And I've kind of noticed him a little bit opening up a little bit more too, being a little bit more loose, being a little bit more vocal. And I love it. You know what I mean? Because Devontae was very quiet last year. You you hear 
barely heard heard a peep out of him. Now he's, you know, I mean, he's talking. I mean, I don't know if you guys caught that that one game against the Jaguars in the rain. I mean, that man was speaking up. Like it's cold as shit out here. He was mic'd up. Cold as shit out here. I can't do this. I can't do that. You know what I mean? Like, I I, I like the attitude, though. Like, he's just having fun. And he shows it every week. So, you know, Devontae definitely has has my heart, man. Man, I I grew on that dude, that little kid. Man, he's doing his thing. You know what I mean? He's he's a big boy in that small-ass body. Scrapper. I'm gonna I'm gonna give Devontae a plus. I think uh I mean he, if you guys have been following the draft process, he was one of my he was one of my top guys. And he's performed like it and you know, all those people that were doubting his his size, um, did they go back and watch the tape? Did they go back and watch the process? Did you go back and watch the game making ability that he was as a freshman on the national championship? Like he's been making plays consistently and then like i you know i'm I'm just going back to think about plays this year when i try to sneak away to go to the bathroom and came back and then prime's like you just missed the catch of the year like i was like ah you know i got to watch it on the replay then i was just like dog i mean this is exactly what we're talking about so Devontae smith again uh he i think uh these two guys have been playing off each other very nicely uh now going Going from grades to, across the go ahead. I, I wanted to just say right before we moved on, um, like just a I'm very, very thankful uh that we have Jalen Hurts and then AJ Brown and Devontae Smith as our one two options on the outside. Imagine and like I'm about to talk shit here on a team that really doesn't even deserve shit talk, but imagine being the Giants and your game plan is all right, we got Danny freaking dimes. Um, then we the Eagles swoop in and they steal. Devontae Smith out from under your feet. You have to draft Kadarius Tony, And then you sign on. Instead of getting an A.J. Brown, you get a Kenny Galladay who hasn't done jack shit. But, dude, they're 6-1. and one. Like, I'm, like, I'm sitting here talking all this shit. They're 6-1 and one right now. So they're, they're doing something right. Culture but I would change. much rather have the trio that we have than the than the slop that they're somehow winning with down there, up there. Let them enjoy their run. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. It's wild. It's wild. Like uh, all, all my giant friends consistently call me every week. Yeah. Shout out to my shout out to my guy guy Omar, my old quarterback at uh my college. He always hit me up. Now I haven't heard you know during the football season. I haven't heard from him like years. years. Yeah. <laughs> now I'm you know doing something. I hear from him once in a while, but now during football season, I'm hearing from him weekly. Um, I think the, I think going the right, Giants might be the biggest surprise this year, honestly, like in the entire NFL, how, how well they've turned it around. I like the culture change, but, you know, we'll see. We'll see, and we'll, 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 they'll be tested shortly. Uh, but grades for Zach Paschal, Quez Watkins, and Britton Covey. Um, mm-hmm. um, so if I'm going Zach Paschal, I think he actually has contributed pretty well, um, but not – not to the extent, obviously, of our top two wide receivers. Uh, once you leave the uh, A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith tier, there, there's a significant drop-off, in my opinion. Um, Quez getting a B, a B plus, that makes no sense to me whatsoever. Um, I have been on this show talking the past few weeks how I think Quez is a Robin, bro. I, I don't – he's got the speed to be able to stretch the field, but – if we're talking about actually having the ball in his hands, he hasn't done much this year, bro. He hasn't. Um, so Quez to me, he gets like a 
He gets a C, C minus. Zach Pascal, I'll give you a B. And Britton Covey, I'll give you a C plus just for holding on to the ball when you get absolutely torpedoed on every single punt return. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to be nice and give Covey a B because of that, man. The hits that <laughs> that boy be taking and they getting up for them and they just yeah. like, you know, Washing them off and everything. Yeah, he gets a B for me, man. A B for effort. Like, the man is just out there doing his thing. Um, Zach Pascal, he, he's playing his route. He's running his route. He's he's drawing attention. So, you know, he's definitely doing his thing. I agree with you, man. He's definitely getting a B for me as well. Quez, um, yeah, I mean, like, I don't know. Man, he just went silent. You know, I, I agree. He's definitely a Robin. I don't know. Um uh, he definitely doesn't fall into the category of the whole Batman thing. That's for damn sure. So it's just like, where you know, where you been at? Uh, but, you know, we, we we got plenty of games left in the season. You know, there, there yeah. could be a, a different outcome of this. But as of right now, yeah, he's just been too too quiet for me. So, you know, I mean, he gets a C from me. <clears throat> damn. Uh, uh, for, uh, I'll start with Quez. Uh, I think Quez Watkins, we're talking about targets. Um, like, when you, when you got dogs, like, um, AJ Brown, you got like Devontae Smith, Rob Goddard Jr., you got Dallas Goddard. We're talking top, you know, top guys. Um, it's hard to get touches as so as Quez as a role player. As his, you know, he did have a nice little touchdown. I think him stretching the field plays into every bit of the open space that we're seeing for the guys underneath. It's all the big picture kind of thing. So when I look at Quez, I just think I, you know, I give him a B. I think um, he's he's played his role. His role is uh, to stretch the field, stretch the field. So I, I like he's not getting enough targets for me to be like super down on him because you know these wide receivers they'll be looking at each other in meetings. Not not every wide receiver will do that, but you're like, bro, I need some targets, like. Like um, wide receiver one needs to get fed, and I don't think he's really getting fed like that. And it's obviously for great reasons. And AJ Brown and Devontae. Let, let me let me put started. it in this let me put it in this perspective just real quick. Let's say that this entire season is a group school project, and you look at how much work AJ Brown and Devontae Smith have done. They're they've gotten A plus marks for their work. Do you think that based off of the work that they've done, that that Quez has earned that B that you gave him? Yeah, because it, his his role is to he has the role to play, and that's his role, um, in keeping these safeties back. Like this is this is where you win when guys are, uh, are doing their their job. Like if if he's not if he starts half assing on these 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 routes and not stretching the defense, it doesn't it affects the whole group. So agreed, agreed. You know, from from the amount of targets he's getting, he's not he's. He has to be targeted more, but why would you target Quez when you got AJ Brown and Devontae Smith and Dallas Goddard and then Miles Sanders and then all the trickery that we're throwing in there? So again, you know, I'll give him a B for now. Uh Zach Pascal, I'll give him a B as well. I think he's also playing his role as a an upgrade of the J Jaw <laughs> in the Mac Hollins days. He, he's definitely a guy who could give you some of those things. Again, another guy that's not getting uh, super amount of targets. Britton Covey, I'm gonna give him. I go. I go with a C plus. I think um, we're talking about undrafted free agent guy who you know he's on the squad and 
at the catch point as a punt returner. I think you know he, he muffed one, but again, we 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 were looking for some consistency at the punt return uh, position. I think he's you know giving you at least a guy who could hold down the fort until again Greg Ward's not like super dynamic at the position as well. So, but he gives you a little bit more. Um, Interesting. Cubby Open Bleed Green says Quez only has 88 yards in a tutty. He's not stretching enough. C minus from him. Uh, Pete says they should let Quez return kicks. Um, we'll see, man. We'll see. Um, moving right, right along to the tight end group. I know everyone's number one tight end in the in the world. Uh, how are you guys feeling about Dallas Goddard? Ooh, baby. Love me some Dallas, man. I love – and, like, I, I don't want to sit here and people think that I'm taking a shot at Zach Ertz or anything like that because I think Zach's great. Zach is having a top-five tight end year in the in the NFL. But Dallas Goddard is a legitimate tight end. Dallas Goddard is a bruiser. He can break tackles. Um, I, I, I remember that one uh, little side shuffle he made to get into the end zone versus Washington. Dude's got moves. He's got hands. Um, dude, I, th- I think Dallas Goddard is the perfect tight end for this group. Uh, I think he fits in perfectly, and uh, I think he's done everything that we've asked him so far this year. He gets a uh, he gets an A from me. Yeah, I mean, we knew coming into the season that he was going to have a whole lot more um, play, you know, with the fact that we have some weapons stretched out on the field. So that's going to be drawing attention, and that's exactly what's been going on. So, I mean, the dump-off passes, the screen passes to, to Dallas have been phenomenal for the past few games. So, uh, you know, he's doing his thing. I mean, he's definitely in the – category for being one of the top ten, ten ends in the um in the league this year. So, you know, uh I definitely would, you know, honor him with an A. I think he, you know, he's doing his thing and, you know, he he's been holding it down. <clears throat> Mr. Saunders, your thoughts on uh, uh Dallas got I mean, you went to a serious thinking mode there. <laughs> uh, I'm I'm gonna follow up with I'm gonna follow up with A. Same, same as you. I think he, he's done a. Nah, he's he's done a great job on these tight end screens. I think, um, you know, you know he he did have a, he's had a couple drops this season, um, here and there. But I think overall, he he's one of the top tight ends in the league right now. I think his skill set can only be a little bit more refined. Uh, but at the end of the day, I feel like he's he's done a great job for the group. Um, Mister Ha Ha Hanks, or I, I'm gonna try to figure out he how Hanks. to say. He thanks. Yeah. What about Stoll? He kind of showed up. Stoll, to me, I thought, you know, I, I, I'm going to give him a B. I think he's – and then before the season, I called him basic, but I said that's not a bad thing. He's He does everything that you need. His blocking game is he's been like the old Navy mm-hmm. of the group. Yeah. He's been a re- reliable role player. Let's say you guys. He's, he's, the, he's, the, he's the Quez Watkins of the uh... – of the tight end, tight ends. For being, he's, he's doing his role. He's playing in his role, and he's doing his job. Nah, um, he's, yeah. Okay. Nah, I, I agree. I, th- I think that um, for, for a second tight end, uh, you're obviously not going to get much play, um, especially with an elite tight end in Dallas Goddard in front of you. Um, so you just got to make waves wherever you can. And I think that Jack Stoll is taking advantage of those opportunities. Um, personally, I believe he's taken – better opportunity uh, advantage of his opportunities than quest has so i'll give him a b plus yeah i like that because you know me still has been doing his thing especially in that last game against dallas i mean we were running that three tight end 
scheme for uh, quite a few plays, knowing that, you know, the ball was going to be handed off to Miles and opening up the, the hole. So these guys did their part. Stowe definitely did his bar, part on the blocking end. And, uh, you know, that was the reason why Miles ended up getting some good gains, especially on that last drive, that last touchdown drive that we had against Dallas. Uh, he definitely did his thing, definitely held his block. So, you know, that's what we brought him in here for. We know he wasn't going to get as many reps because, you know, Dallas is doing his thing. Dallas is our number one tight end. But it's not just about that. It's about other things that you can go ahead and do for this team, and that's what he's doing by blocking. So uh, he definitely gets a B-plus from it. Uh, Grant Calcaterra, my, my, my I'm going to go. You said yeah, what? you're, you know, it, it, <laughs> he was, uh, if you guys uh, followed us during the off season, Evan was very concerned. He was very, con he was concerned with the medicals as per usual, but he was concerned as for the concussions that Grant Calcaterra has had over his life. I just want him to be able to walk late in life. That's all. So what are you giving uh, as a dad, proud dad? Um, I mean, it's he, he's been even more limited than Jack Stoll, but I do remember um, him having a big play uh, a few weeks ago. Mm -hmm. dude, dude took made he took advantage of it, made advantage of a, uh, of a a good play. I think that he definitely shows promise. I just want to see more of him, to be honest with you. So um, I, I'm kind of struggling to grade him because I'll, I'll give him a C plus B minus just based off of I really don't know what to give him. I think that uh, he's kind of been lost in the cut a little bit. Yeah. C plus B minus. Yeah. I mean, for a rookie, he, he's uh, you know that big play was it at the end of the second half. Came up with a big play. Was that the, the play you're talking about? Yeah, like before, it, it was in, like in a, a 30, 30 yard play, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, also, going back to um, I just look over some targets. Uh, Quez Watkins only has nine targets on the season, so it's kind of hard to make. Uh, AJ Brown. How many snaps? What's a what's a snap rate though? Like how what percentage um, of snaps is he out there? Uh, that, that would to, be a telling sign to me. Well, I mean, AJ Brown is fifty-three targets. Devontae Smith has forty-three. Dallas Scott has thirty-four. Those are your one, two, and three. That's where the ball is going. So then, sure. the next targeted uh, player um, is Miles Sanders with thirteen, and then you have Quez with nine, Kenneth Quainwell with eight, uh, Jack Stoll with three. Um, so and Zach Pascal was seven. So again, when you're when you're wide receiver four, three in this system. So Quest has gotten more targets than uh Pascal, is what you're saying. I, I, uh, I nine to seven. The nine to seven. So it's really, you know, again. Yeah. I would love to see this offense open up. It would be nice. It would be nice, you know, opening it up. That'd be nice. Also, you think about we're running the ball at yeah. a very sound clip. So again. Um, as we move right, right along to the offensive lineman, the hogs the hogs don't get enough love mm. around I here. I, I, I give them all the love in the world. I think they should get more love, and I think I think Stoutland University, which should be a T-shirt, but Stoutland University has been pushing out honor rolls, like A plus honor roll members. Uh, can we start with Jason Kelsey? What is what is your grade for Jason Kelsey this year? Um, I'm not going to lie to you. Jason Kelsey is one of my favorite players on this team. So obviously I have, I have bias, but he's, he's had some mistakes. I, I, I'm not going to ignore, uh, that, that snap when the ball wasn't even, uh, when Jalen wasn't even calling for it yet. He's, he's, 
had some misses here and there, but um, Jason Kelsey is the heartbeat of this team, in my opinion. Um, it, it just what his leadership brings uh, it carries weight in, in my decision-making. So I, I go with an A for Jason. I, ca I can't go any lower than an A. Uh, speaking of A's, uh, Warp, Warpipe checking in from Melbourne, Australia. He says, sup, boys? The great down under. Uh, what do you say, Prime? Jason Kelsey? I'm going to give Jason Kelsey an A, too, man. We're talking about the legend, the GOAT. You know what I mean? The man that's doing his thing. Um, He is the leader. He is one of many leaders on this team. And, you know, again, he shows that week in, week out. Uh, You know, I've touched upon some of the mistakes that he did make. And it's, it's, it's the truth, you know what I mean? But, but the one thing I could tell you, if it, if it really gets under somebody's skin, it's definitely his own skin that gets under, you know what I mean? He doesn't like making mistakes. He owns up to his mistakes, but then when he comes back on the next drive, he'll make up for that mistake, and that's what I love about him. So, you know what I mean? The effort that he puts on <clears throat> on every play, whether if it's a good play or a bad play, you know what I mean? You can't ask for anything more from Jason Kelsey, and, you know, he does that every time. So he gets an A from me. And he's already surpassed Fourth and John in uh, in Listen's first podcast. That bastard. <laughs> actually, he hasn't. I'm playing. Uh, Jason Kelsey, man, again, uh, he's just a guy at his age. He's been a level of consistency, everything you want from a leader. And also just a uh, – I think he's opening up, like, his personality side, you know, the fact that he's now on social media. Man, hasn't been on social media in a long time. Now he's, like, you're getting to see a little bit of his uh, character, which is cool with him and his brother uh travis uh, so game, yeah man Philly's game the other day oh dude i mean that's when and drinking the beer drinking the, the, the beer, beer hugging yeah. the philly fanatic taking pictures a, and, and and evan I, I i'm kind of surprised you didn't point this out man but i mean the the dad sneaks he had on that day you know what i mean oh <laughs> you got him new background yeah new background <laughs> But he had the he had the, whatever the new balances, new balances, bro. It's a, it's it's a white man special. <laughs> well, yeah, they're orthopedic, so you know. well, that, that that kind of segues me into my next question, and this is strictly for Gail because Gail is the Swagatron three thousand of the show. For being honest, Gail's the swag. Balances, that I want you strip the play from it. I want you to grade Jason Kelsey's outfits. His his recent outfit. I'm not just that recent outfit, just his style. Jay, grade Jason Kelsey's style. Uh, you know, being a three hundred and something pound man with wearing chancletas around sometimes, you know, <laughs> with the jeans. Uh, but like he's a guy that you know he could pull it off. Yeah, he can in get away with that. It. He's a lumberjack type dude <laughs> who, like, you know, he he he's got the attire of someone who's going to take out the garbage when you take you wear you put on anything, but. Yeah. You take out the garbage yeah. and you're like, all right, him, I, I, him and you just find random day. clothes around. Yeah. Yeah. Him and Travis is a day and night. Day and yeah. night. Well, I mean, you're looking at a married guy versus a bachelor, too. You know what I mean? Like, Jason settled down. <laughs> uh, but, I mean, speaking of Jason, he's he's going to do a uh, holiday album, Christmas album with Lane Johnson and Jordan Mulata. This could yeah. be, this could win Grammys. Did you happen I to think, catch uh, the, the video of Jordan Malato on the street? Go ahead. I didn't yeah, man. No, I was going to think really how many people are in Philadelphia, right? Everyone enjoys Christmas in Philadelphia, right? What would be the perfect gift to give somebody on Christmas, right? Mm -hmm. 
Well, and and it's it's honestly funny too because if um, like you've ever seen anything on Jason Kelsey on a personal level, apparently, like they they've asked him before, like Chris, Jason Kelsey is all about Christmas music, like twelve months out of the year, my man loves listening to Christmas music. So I thought it was pretty funny that he's coming out with his own Christmas album. I thought it was pretty fitting. Hmm. So speaking of the, those other players um, that we just mentioned on that album, we'll go we'll, we'll go with Jordan Mulata. Um Jordan Mulata. I think a guy who, again, surpassed everyone's wildest dreams. Um, I think he's been phenomenal as of, as of late. Uh, also dealt with some injuries. Uh, Jordan Mulata at left tackle. What say you guys grade this year? I know he was, he was dealing with some injuries. Mm-hmm. I mean, J- Jordan Mulata is that uh, he is pretty much I, – I don't know how to say it. He is the quintessential – the the guy that you would look to from Stoutland University. Like if you're looking at all of the alumni that have come out of Stoutland University, you point to Jordan Mailata as one of the biggest successes that ever ever come out of it. You take a guy that was, he hadn't ever played football. He, he was a rugby star over in Australia and he just saw his raw measurables, Jeff Stoutland, and he knew that he could turn him into a uh, one, one of the best left tackles in the league. And that's exactly what he is right now. Um, and the fact that he is so young and he's so invested in this city, um, I love it. I, I, I love having Jordan Mailata on this team, and I think that he is worthy of the A grade that I am giving him. Nice. Yeah, he definitely gets an A, you know what I mean? And with everything that you just mentioned there, but the thing I love about him is his interaction with this fan base, his interaction with the, with the city in general. I mean, he showed that the other night. I'm not sure if you guys caught the clip. The clip of him out in the street celebrating. The that was hilarious. Week. I love how I mean, we put him in his place. Exactly. The reporter. Yeah, exactly. It's like, you know, that you love seeing shit like that, especially from, you know, a guy that they basically came from nothing and, you know, rose all the way to the top and has like so many fans loving him now. It's ridiculous, man. I mean, you mentioned that he didn't play, you know, he came from not playing no actual football. I mean, rugby football and, and professional football. It's it's a big difference, but you know he he fit in and he picked up on it pretty quick, and now he's one of the best offensive tackles we have on the on the squad. So, one of the best offensive tackles in the league. Let's not tell yeah. him. Um, but yeah, I just I just wanted to touch on that where it, like the reporter comes up to him and he just instantly like does, doesn't greet him or anything like that. Just goes, "Yo, do you think this is going to be you in February?" And Jordan goes, "Hey, how about a hi, hello, how you doing, mate?" <laughs> He was just like, uh, really, dude? Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, so if I'm going to give a grade for Jordan Mulata, I'm, I'm, I'll give him, I'll give him, uh, I'll give him an A. I think he's been, he's been sound. I don't know if I gave him a grade, actually. But uh, moving right along to his right uh, counter, right side card. I mean, he's right next to him. So his right side counterpart. Uh Landon Dickerson. Um, what what kind of grade do you give Landon, Landon Dickerson? I, dude, I mean, this um, this entire offensive line has been stout. Uh, it's it's going to be hard for me to go below an A- minus for any one of these guys. Landon Dickerson is another one of those guys. I don't even want to go A-. minus. Uh, he's, he's a beast, bro. He's been solid uh, right, to the, right in between Kelsey and Mylotta. Um, it's another A. I agree with Evan, man. If we're going to go down the whole line, I mean, they're all doing their thing. We have one of, you know, we have one of the best offensive lines in the league. 
I'm not going to say, you know, talking about the league. They're doing their thing, man. These guys are holding it down. They're protecting mm-hmm. Jalen like they're supposed to. They're opening up the hole for Miles to go ahead and get these tremendous runs. I mean, so, like, they're just doing their thing all together, working together. The chemistry that these guys got together is, is coming, you know, at the right time, man. So uh, I, I I give it an A all the way across. I give it an A to the whole offensive line. <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, Isaac Sumalu, if 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 Hollis was was here, I think Hollis would. You know what he him. would be looking like right now if you, if you said Isaac Sumalu gets an A. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying, uh, so I, I give I give Isaac Sumalu a B, um, for now, and then uh, not not forgetting anyone, I think uh, Lane Johnson, I give him uh, I'd say I give him an A as well. Give him an A plus. Lane Johnson's been a beast. I'm not just sweeping oh, yeah. him under the rug. Uh, Sayamalu, uh, he's a pigeon, bro. <laughs> to take it out of uh, take a word out of Hollis's uh, vocabulary. Yeah, he. I'm with Keith here. He Sayamalu gets a B minus for me. B minus. <laughs> it's not. A, it's not bad. It's an average A against around the whole on the line. That's why I said an A on the line. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I agree. Just, that B minus brings it to an a, a plus plus. <laughs> Lane's been a beast. But Lane's been a beast for years. If it's that one dude to uh, one dude. to try and get Rip, at, it's Sumalo. <laughs> it's Sumalo. But it, they, hey, man, it's not, it's not bad. It's not bad at all. Yeah, moving right along to the defensive uh, side of things. I think um, we'll start with the big dogs up front. I think uh, we'll go Fletcher Cox. Uh, what, what grade have you, Fletcher Cox? Fletcher Cox has been uh, revived this year with the, uh, with the help of uh, all these guys that we had in the defensive line. Um, he's been, he's been playing out of his mind, man. Uh, like to, to be, to have Jordan Davis next to you does wonders. Uh, so Fletch for me, Fletch is, I, I feel like I'm being so biased in my answers, but dude, how do I give Fletch anything less than an A minus? Fletch has played great. BG, yeah. I'm coming for you too, bro. <laughs> Yeah, I agree with that grade, man. I mean, Fletch has definitely opened up, especially with the addition of Jordan Davis and the rest of the uh, guys that we have on that line. I mean, last year he was drawing the most attention. Now that's being spread out. So, you know, with the fact that that's being spread out, it's definitely giving him the opportunity to do his thing a whole lot more, and he's been showing that. So he gets an A-minus from that. Yeah, I mean, Fletch is – and I'll go with the A-minus as well. I think, I think he's been pretty stout up front. I think uh, now that – He's got some role players behind him that can take up some of that, uh, you know, some of those reps. I think, uh, you know, overall, I think he, he's done a sound job. Uh, Javon Hargrave, a guy who's been, um, yeah, he's one of his best seasons last year. I think I'm going to give him a, I give him a B plus. I think he's been, he's been all right. He's not, he's, he hasn't been, he hasn't given us the season he gave us yeah. last year, but. I mean, but again, we're talking it. about plenty of games that we still have to go ahead and play, you know. What I mean? right, but as of right, right now, right. for the first six games, yeah, I, I, I was actually going to go with a B minus. Um, he's definitely putting the pressure. He's definitely playing his part. Um, but yeah, uh, you know, coming from last year, having one of the best years of his career, and then you know, kind of like slowing it down a little bit, taking the foot off the pedal. Uh, just hoping that you know, in the second half of the season, we see a whole lot more of him. Now moving right across the line, you know, the defensive end Josh Sweat. I think Josh Sweat gets an A for me. I think um 
He's applying pressure. I think he, he again, has one of the best sack dances in the league. Uh, I think uh, he, he's a guy that, um, you know, he's been super reliable. Um, if I'm going to go right across the other side of the ball, uh, you know, Steady Eddie and Brandon Graham, I think Brandon Graham's been – he's been sound for us, man. I think Brandon Graham coming back from the Achilles, I'm going to give him an A, man. Like for what his situation, I feel like he's – he's uh, He's been, he's been, he's been a dog, dude. So I think, uh, I think, I think uh, Brandon Graham has been phenomenal coming back yeah, from injury. I mean, like you said, coming back from injury is key, man, and that's what he did. He's definitely, uh, you know, picking up where he left off, which was in that first game. I mean, his intentions was to have a great year last year, and due to the circumstances, that didn't happen. So now he's making up for it this year. I mean, we talked to him in the offseason. You saw the excitement in him. So he was ready to go, man. He shows it every time. So the trash talking is still there. He gets on the people's skin. That's what we need. And, you know, I hope he brings a whole lot more of it in the second half. BG is having one of his best years of his career in his 13th year in the NFL, coming back from an injury, man. Like, that that's absolutely insane. Um, but like I said about Jason Kelsey, BG is one of my favorite players that are on this team. Uh, so my, my bias always always comes into play there. But BG and Fletch have both been playing out of their minds. And I love the fact that it's the older guys that are stepping up on the squad and showing, um, you know, the young studs how it's, how it's meant to be done. Um, so Fletch and uh, – I'm sorry, BG gets a uh, – it's an A+. Plus. A+. Plus. Now this one, this could, could be a biased answer um, for our next contestant on the grading the Eagles. Uh, Hassan Reddick, also Temple's own uh, Hassan Reddick, and we also have Temple's own Evan Hollywood Hearn here on the set. Hey. So uh, I'll let you start. Hassan Reddick, what, what grade do you give him so far this uh, season? I'm, so I'm not going to lie. Uh, the first couple games that we had had, um, he was kind of lost in the mix. Um, and I was sitting there like, man, I hope that he really pops off. And then he, he follows up with a, a two – forced fumble game followed by a bunch of sacks. He's been playing out of his mind uh, the past month or so. So just based off of the slow start, um, I'm going to, I'm going to give him an a minus just because he's, he's really bounced back. Yeah. I'm I'm going to go with an a man. Hassan definitely has a lot to still, you know, bring off the table. Um, You know, they got to play him a whole, a whole lot better, especially with the scheme that he's comfortable with playing. I know they got him going straight up, going after the quarterback. But if you go ahead and put him in a position that he's comfortable in, I think you get a whole lot more out of him. But at the end of the day, we're not the coordinators. We're just the fans watching the game. So they're the ones that make the call. And hopefully they'll go with different calls this uh, second half of the season. Yeah, I'm going to give him an A. I think he's, he stepped his game up. Again, it's finding what he's comfortable doing. Um, that's where he talked about the last two seasons, about how he was utilized and – the amount of sacks that he's getting and pressures that he's getting uh, and getting to the quarterback, let him do that, man. Um, I feel like his – I don't know, after every, like, press conference where he's challenging some of these beat writers or just, like, checking people and he has the Philly accent, there's something about his – he goes straight to the heart when, when he says some of his – it's just, you know, it's not even like he's super wordy with it. He just says what he needs to say. And I like that edge, and I think – a guy who's played there in that stadium for years, getting to go back home and and that's got to be, that's like some hero shit. Like you, you're like yeah, I'm I'm playing in front of my home crowd. This has got to be great. That's like 
That's like uh, being a part of one of the most famous plays ever and growing up as an Eagles fan and Corey Clement in the Philly special. Yeah, man. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think as we go along. Let's, let's go to these linebackers, dude. Uh, the linebacker position, again, we, we've been wanting. Dogs. Dogs. We've been needing. Dogs. Dogs. And how we provided. Dogs. Dogs. <laughs> so, uh, uh, you know. These guys on the defensive side of the uh, linebacker position have been pretty sound. I'm going to start with Kaiser White, man, a guy who's uh, he, he's a, a local guy. You know, he's a guy who's put on for his city. He's a guy in space that you can trust. You see him flying around all over the field. Um, I'm going to give him a, I'm going to give him an A. I think Kaiser White, White has been a dog. Um, Kaiser White has been playing out of his mind. Uh, I mean, and he was one of those guys that we talked about uh, coming into the season that he is one of the more under-talked about um, uh, free agents that Howie Roseman had picked up this offseason. I am going through my third pen because I was going to put an A-plus up there, but they're all fucking empty. So uh, he gets an A-plus, man. Because you're white. <laughs> Kazir White gets an A-plus for me. Uh, TJ Edward gets an A-plus for me. Those two men are grinding, man. We asked for it. We finally got it, and they've been showing it. I mean, watching these guys play, watching these guys defend that field, man, uh, against the running backs, against the quarterbacks, uh, playing the zone the correct way, I mean, it's something we've just been, you know, hungry for, man, and, and it's finally here. So it's just like it, it – it, it, makes things at ease when that defense is on there, on that field. You know what I mean? So these guys are playing lights out, and, uh, you know, they just need to continue that. So they they both get an A-plus from me. Okay. Pete Nathan chimes in. TJ gets a, a B-plus, who was A at the beginning of the season. Uh, Puerto Rico says Reddick is definitely an A-plus. The defensive coach is not utilizing his talents to let him be aggressive. Um, I'm going to go linebacker. So I'm um, – we just said Kaiser White, nay. Um, I'm gonna say TJ Edwards. I'm gonna give him a B plus. I think you know. I think he's, you know, the way he's running around and keeping um, people in check, keeping his defense lined up. Uh, I think he's been playing out of his mind in a sense where Nicobe Dean is is a guy who's in the wings, but TJ Edwards is holding it down. Uh, for those who said TJ Edwards would just be a two-down thumper, he's shown that he'd be on the on the field for three downs. Uh, but shout out! I just want to give a shout out to uh, uh, Philly Sports Strips. If you guys are out there looking to, uh, you know, go and, and make a trip, like again, we went to Arizona, went to Washington, went to Detroit. They do it right. Make sure you go check them out. Um, they're going to be doing a Houston trip. Uh, There's also you know. a Houston trip available for the World Series, too. Yes, Definitely. sir. So, I mean, shout, shout out to Losi. Losi will be DJing in Houston. So, if you want to check them out at phillysportstrips.com, make sure to follow them at Sports Trips PHL for more information. Check those dudes out. Always a good time. Shout out to Vince. Um, so, um, moving right along to the cornerback position. I know we're trying to keep it um, – Trying to keep it in fast-paced motions. I know Evan's probably hungry. I know Prime's probably waiting for tacos or something. Probably got tacos somewhere waiting. 
the cornerback position, quarterback position has been, bro, elite. again. Oh, like, like I, I, I feel, I almost feel, I almost feel spoiled. I almost feel spoiled. Yeah, that's I right, do too. We, but we, you know what? It's 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 our turn to be spoiled. Oh yeah, that's why I was just getting ready to say. In the NFL, they they sit there with their spoiled ass, you know, winning records. All the dude, it's our freaking turn. All right, it's our turn. Damn right, damn right. So, what um, say you for a grade for? Uh, we'll start with um, Slay Day. Um, well, I dare anybody in this party, in this in this conversation, or in the chat to give Darius Slay anything less than an A plus this year. I don't know how you could. My man is is arguably Defensive Player of the Year. Um, he's he's phenomenal. A A plus. A plus. Okay. Hey. All right. There ain't no there ain't no argument there. He's definitely A plus, man. I mean, the man's lights out. He's doing his thing. I dare you to give him a ninety-five, Gail. I dare you. No, I A dare. plus all around, no, dude. Yo, a, yo, slaving all that in a bag of chips with the dip, and coming up with the whole Batman thing, phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Chef's kiss. Uh, I feel like that yeah, that that's been awesome. Excelling as his first year as a captain as well, uh, from a leadership standpoint. It's very true. This is very true. Uh, moving right along, um, James Bradbury. I'll start with that one um, from the get go. Uh, asked Brandon Graham. I said, "How's you know?" He he. I just talked about you know how the defense is looking, and the first person he mentioned was James Bradbury, and how smart he was, and how fast he picked up the defense. And you've been seeing it. You see, you saw him score a touchdown in Detroit. You saw him, you know, with the pass deflections. You saw him bait Trevor uh, Longneck into uh, <laughs> an interception. Uh, he, he's been all that and, and then some A-plus for uh, Brad, Bradbury as well. No, I, I think that, I mean, if you take away Darius Slay's interceptions um, and you just look at like I, I don't think that I think Slay has been thrown to more than Bradbury has. I think that Bradbury's coverage potentially could be even tighter than Slay has been, and uh, why why they keep on throwing in Slay's direction beats me. But uh, I guess when you got a guy like James Bradbury on the other side who's equally as uh, as much of a threat, yeah, that's what you got to do. Uh, Bradbury is an A plus man. Um, both him and Darius Slay. I honestly believe our top three corners in this league and to have two of the top three cornerbacks in this league. Can't be upset about that. Yeah, man. It's, it's like you guys said, man, it's our time to be spoiled. And that's what we're doing. We're being spoiled right now with these two guys being elite, holding it down, doing their thing, man. So, I mean, we've been blessed. The fact that, you know, we don't have nothing to worry about on either side of uh, either side of the field with these two being on the field, doing their thing. So, uh, you can't you can't grade them anything less than an A plus. So they both get an A plus from me. Now talking about uh, Lil Tay, Lil Tay has been you know he, he dealt with some injuries, uh, but I think Lil Tay, uh, I'm gonna give him a B plus. I think he's been he's been sound for us this year. Again, I'm 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 not, uh, you know, I, I think overall the group has just been great, dude. Like I feel like it's just the opportunity to you know. Just, just uh, be thankful for this group in general. Like, I mean, how, how often you find a group, you know, one, two, and three um, that have been locking stuff down? 
Absolutely. So I mean, did I get give him B plus? Yeah, B plus. Yeah, you gave him a B plus. I agree I, with I, you I, on the great. I agree with you on yeah. the great. You know, what I mean, the man's doing his thing. Keep on ha- having fun with your Wawa commercials. You know, what I mean, and, and and holding it down. I mean, a lot of people slept on him, but he's he's coming in. He's been key on plays. Uh, he's got his one pick. You know, for the season so far. So I mean, he stepped up. So yeah, he's a B plus. I, I give I give him the same exact grade. I think that uh, you know he's been he's done a great job when asked about him. Um, I, th- I think that you really, there's, there's really not much more, more to say about Avante Maddox. I think that uh, him in the slot is exactly where he is supposed to be. Um, and he thrives there. He's playing well there. I've, I've got no complaints. I, I give him a B plus. I talk about the, uh, the back end of the secondary. Um, I, I'll start off with, I'm going to give respect to um, Marcus Epps, a guy who, in theory, everyone was projecting him to be a uh, you know a role player. Um, I think everything changed when he we were at the uh, Eagles Autism Challenge, and then um, Prime had a Uncle Mo- OG Uncle moment with Epps and said, "Hey man, we're all behind you. We yes, all sir. believe in you." And then Epps just balled out because of Prime in his Thanks, personal Prime. conversation with Epps. So if you want to, you want to thank uh, anyone. Thanks Prime for his. Uh, conversation oh yeah man i told the you know i told the kid straight up you know just do your thing you know I, i'm behind you uh, all of us are and he's doing he's showing it every week you know he, he's he's playing good ball and you know, a lot of people slept on him and he's proving them wrong so you know big ups to him so he's definitely getting the a plus for me because of the way he's been rising up the one thing that uh has always been uh i've always said about marcus epps is that he can lay the wood i, lo- I love a safety that can just absolutely pulverize somebody over the middle, possibly jar the ball loose. And I've always had confidence in Marcus Epps doing that because he likes to hit people and he does it well. Um, the one thing that going into this offseason that I would have liked to him to have worked on was his coverage. And my man has been balling this year, man. His coverage has excelled. He's been doing so much better as a, as a, uh, as a cover safety and, and, you know, that one play just last week when he had that diving pass deflection, like that is just a testament to oh, yeah. how hard he's been working in that in the coverage game. So um, he has, has bumped himself up. I I, I want to give him his props and give him an A minus, man. He is really, really impressed this year. I, uh, I think he is one of the um, under talked about stories on this team, Marcus Epps. Okay. I mean, I, I like that. Um, I mean, we've, uh, we've, oh, we got one more. CG. CGJ. CGJ. Uh Chonse. Uh he's been I, I'm gonna give I'm gonna give him a I'm gonna give him a uh I think uh, uh he's been he's he stepped his game up each game he's gotten better. I think um that uh mentality you like to see in a Philadelphia athlete. He's had that from day one. You, you talk about other players, I'm not gonna even mention their names who might tweet out stuff. Who might say things, but oh. at the end of the day, you must show it on the field. He's doing that, and then some. Love the range on the back end. A for me for, for CJG. I mean, CJG. CJ has been uh, playing very, very well this year. Um, but my grade comes after I watched this last game, and when he had that first pick, and it, it's not even about the picks, man. What what I love about CJ is what happened in between when he got injured and straight up refused to get an x-ray 
just because he didn't want to see the results just to guarantee himself to get back on that field. That is the epitome of what we want in Philadelphia, man. That is a guy that he doesn't care. He just wants to win. It reminded me of, obviously not to the same extent, but we actually talked about this a few weeks ago, but Ronnie Lott actually took off his the tip of his finger in order to get back in the game. It was similar vibes. He obviously didn't lose a finger. <laughs> didn't lose a finger. It wasn't to that extent. But uh, my man came back hurt, and he got another pick, and he uh, he sealed that game. Um he, he was out of his mind while he was injured. He gets an A-plus from me. It's funny that you said that, Ev, because today I saw this. I don't know. What, you know, you see crazy stuff on Twitter. There's a crab walking across the way, and then a crab. Oh, about him cutting his arm off to get Phillies tickets? Rips rips the arm off, and then I was like, I was like, if Ronnie Lott was a crab, this would be the crab. He just ripped his <laughs> arm off and kept going. Yeah. Um, shout out to Hanks. He says, C.J. John. CJ Gardner Johnson, A plus from him. Uh, yeah, like talk about the coaches, man. Um, we, we got three more grades here. I know this is a long one. We're trying to keep it as fast as possible. Hopefully, you're enjoying this as you listen to it on the car ride. Hopefully, um, but coaching, you know, Steichen, I think uh, he's he's got. I'll give him a. I'll give him an A. Steichen is. You know he's still got to open it up, but I think from, you know, for for it's, it's only been a year and a half that he's been in control. It's not even a year; it's almost been a year that he's been in control. Um, his team is six and zero. His offense has been curb stopping teams in the fourth quarter, um, and he's keeping them guys on their toes. And he has to, a lot of mouths to feed, so he's keeping them as a cohesive unit. So I, I, I love it. Steichen gets an A. I mean, on both uh, the second and fourth quarter, we've just been – the second quarter, we've been playing straight-up murder ball, bro, where we are we're just, you know, pedal to the metal and just routing teams in the second quarter. We tend to take a power nap and fall asleep in the third quarter, but then get the run game going and just kill the clock in the fourth. I mean, it's a good formula. Um, I just want it to be more consistent throughout all four quarters of the game. Um, Steichen, honestly, uh, if we keep on at the same trajectory that we're going right now, I legitimately think he's going to get a head coaching job at the end of this year. But that is the issue for another time. Uh, as he stands right now, I give him an A-. minus, Just like because that. I need, I want him to be more consistent in all four quarters of the game. Yeah, I, I, I agree with you. You know I mean? We definitely got to see it in all four quarters and not just half the game. Um, so, you know, he, he's at an A- with me as well. Just step it up a little bit. You know what I mean? Utilize these defensive players. We got we got key players to go ahead and do so, man. So, you know what I mean? Just find a little bit more confidence in them. Let these guys ball out. You know what I mean? And let's just show shit down. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, – uh, what do you what do you give him, Gannon? Hold on a second. <laughs> this guy got to go Google it. Shout out! Shout out! Shout out to uh, Hollis, aka Mr. Scotland. He's G- Gannon is, Scotland. is 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 the pigeon of this coaching group. If I'm being honest, um, you know, I, I I go back and forth because um, I think that he has he has a stable of players that I feel like their talent alone should be able to carry him, carry Gannon, um, but. 
when it comes to just this game plan, man, like I don't understand what the aversion is to the blitzing. I really don't get it, bro. It has been proven to be effective. When you go out and you blitz, you 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 are that that's when the turnovers are happening. That's when that's when the, the quarterback's feeling the pressure and he's he's throwing a, a stupid pick. That's when the the quarterback is holding on to the ball too long and he, and he fumbles the ball. If you just put some more blitzes in this, you you will be. You would be so much higher graded, but uh, as it stands right now, we're six and zero. I can't, I can't bash him too much. So uh, he, he gets a B from me. He gets a B. Okay, uh, that's pretty good. <laughs> that is pretty good. <laughs> I thought you were gonna give a C plus. No, no, no. We're six and zero, bro. Come on. Well, I mean, you know, I think, uh, I think, I, I'll speak for Hollis. I'll give him a C plus for Hollis. Yeah. Just, just, we just want to give him that one grade for Hollis. I, I I'll go with a, uh, I'll go, I'll go with the B. I'm gonna stick to the C plus, man. All right, because I'm gonna speak like if I'm speaking for Hollis. All right, play the character perfectly, you know what I mean? Because you know there's somebody behind you that's making the play calling. That's what Hollis would say. There's someone so, behind you, Hollis. <laughs> so just continue playing your role, you know what I mean? Be the face that's out there right now. But I mean, yes, it's like what Evan was saying. We got the key players to go ahead, utilize them a whole lot better, use more blitz. We need that because as you can see, it makes a big difference in the game when we do that, you know, I mean, it causes a, a whole, some turnovers and that's what we need more of, you know what I mean? So I, I'm, I'm going to go with a C plus. We got plenty of turnovers. Mm. We're, we're leading the league in differential, but yeah, we I mean, can have even more. That's what's crazy. Yeah. Uh, so if I'm going to grade Nick Sirianni, we give him an A plus for uh, just keeping this group together, keeping them grounded. You're talking about the roots, the roots that he talked about last year. These, these players are grounded, and I feel like, uh, you know, they are where their feet are. Um, they're not too high, not too low. I think you have a, a sound team with a sound leadership, starting with uh, Jason Kelsey. And then um, you're talking about the youth guys, as in, you know, um, Jalen Hurts, like these young leaders uh, and young playmakers and Devontae Smith and A.J. Brown. And you, you can go on and on, but I feel like this is a nice group that they put together. I think um, Sirianni definitely gets a hat tip. Um, and then again, we cannot forget. I'll, I'll let you go with uh, your Sirianni grade. I'm going to go, I'm going to go with an A plus man. Cause Nick Sirianni is all of us. His reaction during the game, especially that Dallas game, the way he, you know I mean? He let them know this is fucking game. You know what I mean? This is ours. That right there. He, he is a Philly, you know, he, he's just Philly. He's, he's, he represented us to the fullest right there. So that's where he gets the A-plus from me. I mean, my man just sealed the deal right there with that one. Um, yeah, no, Nick, Nick Sirianni has been exactly what I wanted him to be. And to come full circle now with, for the uh, talk that we had at the beginning of the show, I see a lot of Rob Thompson in Nick Sirianni. Um, Rob Thompson took over for Joe Girardi. The, the Phillies season looked like it was in a tailspin. And uh, he just, he's a player's coach. And you see, when you watch these Phillies, they got the uh, I'm, I Ride With Philly Rob t-shirts. They uh, they truly love playing for Rob Thompson. And I think the same can be said about the Eagles and Nick Sirianni. I think that uh, he is a true player's coach. You Like you brought up when he was freaking out uh, versus Dallas at the end of the game. And then I, I my favorite part of that was watching Fletch behind him, just kind of cracking <laughs> up. It's like, yo, look at our coach going wild right now. Like he was loving it. And um, I think that's exactly what Nick Sirianni is. He has his players back. All of his players know that he will always have his back. And um, – 
we're six and zero, man. Like his game plan has been phenomenal. So a plus for me, man. I've got no complaints at Nick Sirianni. Very, very thankful that he's here. Last but not least, uh, grading special teams: the kicker and the punter, uh, Mr. Sipos. Eh, you, you know, Sipos is doing his thing. Y'all, y'all haters, bro. Sipos is doing his thing, man. He gets a B from yeah. me. Yeah. I give him a B. Yeah. He's doing yeah. his thing. I mean, can we acknowledge the fact that people wanted to draft a freaking punter? True that. Yeah, yeah. True that. So the look, one that, that the, the, the sketchiest Buffalo. One. Look where that yeah, would get you, one Buffalo. One of the sketchiest yeah. punters ever. Uh, Jake Elliott dealt, dealt with an injury earlier. I mean, just recently as of late. But I think uh, I'd give him a B plus. Elliott? I mean, Elliot's been Elliot's been money, bro. Yeah. Like, he's, the, the only issue has been his health. <laughs> uh, Puerto really Rico says, "There's there's a lot of A's, guys." Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. He, it's got you got to give a lot of A's to these uh, a six and O team. Yep. Uh, but before we get out of here, I just want to let everyone know, for those who stuck around, we appreciate you. Um, we are going to have a tailgate this week. Um. Shout out to Jesse Wines. We're making this awesome tailgate photo here. Uh, we're gonna have we'll be in lot G2 for those people who forget where we're at. We're usually in the same spot all the time for a long time. As of if the you, last if two years. Tailgate before, just come to that spot you were at before. <laughs> um, so I mean the the last tailgate was pretty immaculate. I I'm getting a lot of requests and a lot of new people I've never seen before asking questions about coming. So, you know, come, come join us, have a good time. Uh, shout out to DJ Lowski who will be spinning on the wheels of steel. I don't know. You know, he just re- reached out to me. He said, yo, you want to do impromptu Phillies tailgate on Monday? I don't know if y'all have it in you. <laughs> Imagine two tailgates in two days. That That's kind of crazy. No. Uh, yeah, that'd be a lot. What what game would that be? Would that be like game six? Yeah. Or no? Are you talking about the following week? Or no, that's the that's game three. Really? Yeah, that would be game three. Yeah. Okay. That would be game three. Interesting. We'll we'll, we'll pick one tailgate at a time. Yes, right please. I mean, you don't need to put us on the spot on the show. Yeah. <laughs> no, that, there you go. I want. One, one, I want. I, 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 I wanted the, want the instant. I wanted the instant yeah. reaction. Uh, again. Um, also, if you're looking for uh, a group to grow with, sports Philly sports trips, November second to the fifth, the Birds Ultimate Houston trip, November second through fifth, uh, and then if you really if you're a baseball fan, the 2022 World Series game one trip to Houston, October 28th to 29th, same time the Eagles are going to be there. It could get crazy. Yeah. Man, Houston's gonna be uh, Houston's gonna be a little fun spot. Yo, Philly's gonna take over Houston for like they're not gonna know what hit them. It's That's a big true. city, but I mean, you got the Super Bowl and a six and zero Eagles squad coming in the same week. This is the truth. I take that shit over. Hell yeah! Call just trying to said what? What did they grade the defense? <laughs> we graded everyone individually. Yeah. So uh, I'm, we'll, we'll give tomorrow. the defense. We'll give we'll give the defense an A. Yes, sir. Right. Um. Yeah. So before we get out of here, uh, last word. Um, we'll start with um. Start with Primo. Ah, just want to go ahead and give a shout out to my wife. Happy birthday, baby! I know we celebrated over the past weekend, but um, yesterday she, you know, was official. 
Um, so happy birthday to you. Um, and hey, it's football back again. You know, let's ride this second half. Um, we on fire. Let's stay on fire. Make sure you guys come and join us at the tailgate. Last one was epic. Trying to keep on making these uh, ones epic on a weekly basis. And, and, and it's not going to happen unless you guys are there. So we owe it all to you guys for making all this happen. So with that being said, go birds. Let's go. It's always go birds, but we're talking about the fightings, baby. The fightings. We're winning this World Series, guys. We're going to be parading on Broad Street in a couple weeks, followed by a parade in February. No, we're going we to be so sporting. It's crazy. It's fucking crazy. They going to get tired of us, man. Yo, sports yeah. sports teams, uh, sports fans all over the country are going to get tired of Philadelphia. It's ridiculous. Oh, my God. I can't wait to uh, get this up. I hope we can. Well, the, the, the yeah, one thing, the one thing, hold up, but before we go, the one thing that I want to mention that really pissed me off this weekend is how they kept on talking about teams that were irrelevant to what's going on. Do you know mm-hmm. we're 6-0? We played our asses off to be 6-0. Why are we still talking about those shitty-ass Cowboys who struggled against the Detroit Lions? I sat there. I wish I could have those two hours back. I sat there watching that boring-ass game. They look like shit. You're better off with Cooper Rush. Yeah, I said it. I hope you watch it, bro, because Dak Prescott is a sorry-ass mother. Stop there. Um, with that being said, why are we still talking about the Yankees? The Yankees. The Yankees ain't even irrelevant no more, all right? Why are they still being mentioned? All right, it's Phillies. The Phillies are going to shock the world. Keep sleeping on us because I kept telling people they don't want to be – they don't want to see the Phillies in the playoffs, and they're proving me right every damn series. So I love it. They're going to keep it going, baby. Can you can you believe that I had a Cowboys fan actually in my mentions talking about, that's okay, we'll see you uh, Christmas Eve. Bro, we saw you last week. What are you talking about? We'll see you Christmas Eve. What are you talking about? We got an L wrapped up for you that day, too. Come on, stop. Oh, my God. Yeah. Mm. Right, yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, well, yeah, my last word, I mean, like, like, like I said, man, uh, starting the show, take it in, man. Uh, enjoy the moment. Uh, these moments don't come around too often. Think about the last time the Phillies were in, 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 in the play in the players or World Series. Think about the, the times you spend with your family members. All these moments are precious. Enjoy every day, man. Uh, right now, it is good to be a Philadelphia sports fan. I didn't forget you, Union, as well. Like I'm, you know, you know, the f- and, and I'll say them, Flyers. I'll say Flyers too. Six, Sixers got your first dub too. So again, if you guys across the world haven't realized what it means to be a sports fan in Philadelphia, you You're will now know. Out. You're about, You're to, find about to find out. As uh, as my guy Trey said in the comments, there grease the poles. And we'll see you in the next one. And as always, fly, Eagles, fly. Go Phils!